Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. All right, so when you think of a tiger, what comes to mind? Usually a very large, dangerous cat. And yet, it is often used to refer to someone as fierce, determined, and ambitious. Use it in a phrase, to have a tiger by the tail, in which you have embarked on a course of action which proves unexpectedly difficult, but which cannot easily or safely be abandoned. Janine Sharon is your ideal candidate to create the Tiger Method, which I'm incredibly excited for her to share and indulge us with. Her story is truly remarkable, from her early athletic success, to her ambitious business adventures, to bankruptcy, a definite test on her marriage, a definite kind of thinking that she's hit rock bottom, and then her rebound. And her rebound is like no other because she is back and bigger than ever. So welcome to Living Your Life with Leanne Lang, the podcast brought to you by Extension Marketing. And for more information, you can head to extensionmarketing.com. Janine, I never thought we'd be, the two of us would be in this room. I know, it's wild. (laughs) Talking about this subject. Like, I never thought this would be... Yeah, it's funny. Actually, I'm, I'm actually teary-eyed because my grandpa used to call me tiger and I was just sitting here when you were describing it sorry it really like he's passed away and I remember him calling me tiger growing up and it's like surreal I'm like Especially, super grateful for it you know what and I, I saw you just getting emotional yeah. just now and but as I'm describing you know when you kind of google that in the dictionary it yeah. totally em- embodies what you are and yet it Thank was something you. that you grew up kind of being surrounded yeah. by or being told well, my you were. grandpa always called me tiger yeah, he'd slide up and down the hockey rink. Slide, like, literally, he'd need a whole row all to himself because he, he would follow the game and go up and down. So, I mean, he called me Tiger for the longest time, and I created it in 2010 and then kind of put it on a back burner, um, and life got in the way, right? Babies and business. And then my girlfriend called me up and was like, where's your Tiger method? And it totally something came out of me and that was right after my bankruptcy and I was saying grandpa give me a sign and three weeks later my girlfriend calls me and she's like I just had a dream about your tiger method last night where is it and I was like <gasps> you okay. know okay really quickly if you mm-hmm. can in like yeah. in two sentences can you describe what the tiger method is because I want people to understand where we're going to go with this yeah but how it took you this long to be able to get on this journey yeah so my vision for the tiger method is to transform a world of wishful thinking into a world of powerful action so I want to bridge the gap from people where they're sitting here with this, uh, these ideas and how do we get them into movement and out of their comfort zone. Um, and one thing along my journey, I mean, I believe in the human spirit. It's powerful than anything. And in my own journey, learning how to have those self-disciplines, those daily habits, and I've had my own demons come up, you know, with hard times and uh, making all the wrong choices and just making sure that when I believe when human, the human spirit masters self-discipline, that's when the magic happens. 
the magic has been happening. Mm -hmm. A lot of people are asking you to speak and mm -hmm. you're doing all of these updates on the Tiger Method. So people, it's catching on and I think yeah. people are coming to you looking for that inspiration as to how to, how yeah. to kickstart this. You and I are sitting here like 20 years after we first met. Yeah. We met, we were both fresh out of university uh, and I want to say our universities were rivals because I was at UMass. <laughs> and, and I was Jeanette. a wildcat of all the places and, and, and I, my Tiger Method. Like I think about that. Oh, that's my true, My eh? we were the Tigers and then my university, we were the Wildcats. I was thinking about the other day and I was like, and now my Tiger Method, it's right. kind of funny. It's, it's been following you. Mm -hmm. uh, the Wildcats is from UNH, yeah. the University of New Hampshire. Um, I was there as a gymnast. You were there as a hockey player. Yeah. Um, and so you're very similar. You had a very athletic upbringing. Sports was a uh, a big part of growing up. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, my father um, used to run an NHL camp with uh, Claude Julien. He's now the head coach of the Montreal Canadiens. My brother was on a hockey scholarship. I got a full ride and my sister was Team Canada Rugby. So, I mean, you know so what? So, two hockey. So, both you and your older brother, yeah. uh, hockey. He was in Minnesota. And full rides. Oh, he went to Minnesota. Yeah, great Saint school Cloud for State. that, too. Mm -hmm. uh, and UNH is great school yes. for hockey, too. I was blessed. I didn't realize you had a younger sister. Older sister. Oh, she's older and she, she was rugby? She my ass. <laughs> Honestly, and that means a lot I used to hide in the corner and kick my feet out and she'd come at me and like we would laugh yeah she's an amazing amazing athlete she's blonde blue eyed my siblings you would not think we were I always joke that I'm the mailman's daughter <laughs> she's Mom. blonde and blue eyed blonde blue eyed so is my brother and you're like this fierce the tiger <laughs> tiger yeah I can see it okay yeah. so it was a very athletic household so sports yeah and I watched always. my parents get up I think about this when you think about as you are role models for your kids sorry to cut you off no, that's okay. um, I remember my parents getting up early and working out and like my mom after I remember even I think I was still in high school and she would come in my room and I'd be gone at 5 a.m. Like I, the discipline started early and it's funny how we go back to our roots like you lose it when you're going through that tough time and you lose yourself and obviously we all have our journey but I just think I find it interesting how life is kind of coming back around. Um, so you were 5 a.m. practices where you had to be on the ice? No, I would get up and go to the gym. But I would see my parents always. Mom would be up the door, out the door swimming. Like just I would see my these my my role models were working out mm -hmm. all the time too. So it just became ingrained in us, right? So it was family activities were sports related. Yeah. Uh, family outings were to somebody's game or to somebody's practice. Or yeah, I my dad was all, yeah, my mom, yeah, she was busy. But my dad was always there. Um, same with my mom. But my mom came to a hockey game one time and I got in a fight when I was in the National hockey league and she's like i'm not coming to your game if you're gonna be doing that <laughs> i was like mom <laughs> i'm a hockey player <laughs> exactly so yeah i mean it's just been an athletic household i'm so grateful for it mm -hmm. i really am because it's have, not cheap no it's not i'm thinking of what your parents went through with with three uh as elite athletes did you love being a did you love the process of sport and training and competition i mean most people and you would say when when you look at this age group in high school, you kind of tend to, you know, want to get more social and people quit sports. And there's a certain a certain amount of us that are like, no, I, this isn't the end. You know for me. what? I always I've looked back because you hear about like bullying and all these things in school today. And um, I loved my high school. I loved it. I don't know if I literally I, I'll never I remember even in my university career, like I had some friends that would wake up and they were super stressed and I'd be like, boom. Good morning. You know, like, and it was just, I was, and I didn't experience my first real bout with like something super stressful until after university. So I consider myself super lucky. I don't know if it's just my genetic makeup or, but sport itself, like I was always one of the leaders and the captain. I love getting people going. Um, I wasn't always the best player, but my energy and drive, like I love the camaraderie of a team and I love the discipline of training and I love working towards a goal. So if you're um, telling me that you took on a captaincy and yet weren't the best player on the team, yeah. where was 
the was it, it was the, the leadership heart. or was it just because I mean I'm I'm sure right now people have already put the volume down on <laughs> what they're used to hearing. Like there's no. an energy, there's something about your yeah, um, I remember you in this room. one coach used to call me the connector, and that made um, that has always stayed with me because I value human connection. I value um, communicating effectively so people can understand. At the Inside Out, our fitness studio that we had, our studio mantra was: people rarely remember what you say, but they always remember how you made they f- how you made them feel. And I feel like that was just a gift that I was given and I'm so blessed for because I love inspiring others to um, be more, do more um, and all that stuff. So just, yeah, I mean, I was assistant captain at UNH and then we would be leadership roles in high school sports teams, Mm -hmm. but it just kind of, I'm just big energy all the time. So it kind of, people are attracted to that too, that, you know, they're kind of like, what the hell did she have for breakfast? I know, but sometimes you need to feed off of that, especially for people who aren't in that energy, you know, but sometimes those that are lacking it are trying to attach onto someone who can bring them up a different level. You graduate from UNH with what? What did you study? Uh, I did a Bachelor of Science in Business Marketing. Okay. What had you thought you were going to do? You know what? Actually, in high school, I thought I was going to be a lawyer. And I'll never forget this one teacher. And I just love law. I found it fascinating. And she was like, if you ever want to have a family, don't get into law. So I was like, okay, I really like you. And you're telling me this, right? Um, <laughs> Most lawyers are going, business, what teacher was that? Yeah. Uh, business I didn't, Business was just, I was attracted to it. Um yeah, I don't know. There wasn't, and it's kind of funny that I've, I mean, I worked for, I, you know, I was uh, in collections at MBA Canada Bank. I did um, computer software sales for a company called Level Platforms. I sold shoes at, what is it, Sport Check or one of those sports stores. Like, I've done it all. Um, but yeah, business, that entrepreneurial spirit. Like, even when I was living in Texas, um, I was previously married and um, I started a sole proprietorship called J9 Vision. So, this is when I created my Tiger Method. I was doing some talks in the high school because um, I was really passionate about goal setting. When I worked for Lululemon, I was a manager there and they really hone in on your personal development. And um, I'm really grateful for that experience because they really pushed me into this this whole line of work that has become my my future. But um, one time I was doing a talk at this school and my girlfriend, she's like, damn, J9, you got vision. And then we created these, I have business cards. I still have one at home and it says J9 vision. It's like, bring your future into focus. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. And it was all like, and then I was being invited. I would work with the Texas, the Longhorns, the uh, hey, softball sorry. team. Who? I forgot that you were married. Yeah, my ex-husband. Was this out of university? No, uh, he used to play for the Renegades when we were back in Ottawa. Had a oh, okay. team, and then we traveled living in California and Chicago and he Texas. Was playing. He was okay. playing, yeah. okay. Yeah, so, and then, uh, yeah, we split. Nice guy, nothing wrong with him, but um, my soul wanted more, someone to challenge me a bit more and more growth, and in comes Greg on a Facebook ad on Facebook. <laughs> so my girlfriend's like, you need to meet Greg. And I'm like, why? I'm never leaving Texas. And be careful you out on Facebook because they might turn out to be your current husband. And yeah, we spoke that night for five hours and we spoke for five hours every night for two months, never met in person. We actually came up with Inside Out three weeks in, still never met in person. We were working on a business Wait, you, plan. You had already, you had never met? Never met. So, Okay. I know I've got a lot. I'm all over the place. No, I've got a. Lot that's okay. Of I'm gonna. Story. I'm gonna stop here for a second. <laughs> let's just. Let's just kind of. We'll slow down. So, friends knew Greg. I mean, I I knew Greg from <coughs> being here. He, you, face you. You become friends on Facebook. Yeah. You speak for like. Are you typing for five hours? Straight? No phone. Like my yeah. phone. My my uh, phone plan in Texas was free after nine p.m. to international calls. So okay. I remember after we always wait till after nine, and literally we get off at like. Two or two thirty every night. So you start this discussion. You yep. realize that there's this connection. Yeah. And three weeks into 
having these phone conversations, but never actually meeting in person. You've come up with a concept for a business that you will eventually have once you actually meet and maybe fall in love. And yeah. Okay. Yeah. Is that, did I, I get it right? Oh yeah. I mean, night three, we were already saying, I love you. Like think about the groundwork you cover in 15 hours of talking in three nights. I mean, like we were, he had been previously married. I never wanted to go through that experience again. And we were like, you know, like I was like, these are my deal breakers. And if you don't see that vision, I don't care as, as, as attractive as we might be. And of course you were, you're like, well, there better be sexual chemistry or like, ah, <laughs> this is not happening. But, um, we were just, just super in sync. And I actually think about when I think about dating today and I think about my children and the texts kind of era, mm-hmm. and it's sad because of that interaction. I'm so grateful that I met my husband at a, from a distance because I think the physical would have gotten in the way. And I got to really see and hear his heart and soul. There was no, there was, it was a very free, safe space because he was in Ottawa. I was in Texas. Right. And I got to see a part of him that to this day, like sometimes you get busy and you have kids and you get business. We haven't had those in-depth conversations like we did in the beginning. Um, and even when you see a part of someone that you're like, Hmm, that's not who you are. Like, and you really, it's like when somebody doesn't see the magic in themselves, but you see it. I'm so grateful for that two month period that we just conversed. I actually have a book that I printed out of all our conversations as a gift for him. Um, one time as it's just from like the very beginning, it's not a coffee table book. You guys can't read it, (laughs) but, um, yeah, it's wild. It's really, that was a, a huge gift to meet him that way. How did you guys actually meet in person? Like how I much buildup, how much oh, buildup goes into that? I was coming home for a wedding and I told, actually my parents, I told them I was coming in the day after because my dad's an RCMP officer. I still like, it, like I didn't want to disappoint him, but he picked me up at the airport. That's how we met. And I remember being like, is that him? He seems shorter than I thought, you know, like, and he's walking at me and I, like, I think I need glasses, you know, I'll never forget the drive to his house too. Is like, I had my book. I was so mortified. Like, I think I needed a water. I couldn't, my mouth was all dry and I had butterflies on the plane. Like I was so freaking nervous. My palms were sweaty and it was like, I was like, we're not going to drink on the first night. And then I got there. I was like, where's a glass of wine? <laughs> glass of wine. <laughs> yeah. And then the rest is history. Moved in like three months later. He picked me up in Texas. We drove home. Wow. Yeah. And started inside out. So inside out is what? Or what was it? Because yeah. as you're going to learn through this, it, it changed. But a lot of people, especially in Ottawa, will recognize yeah. Inside Out because it it was a different and very new concept when it first came to the city. Yeah. So Inside Out was Ottawa's first uh, bar-based uh, premier fitness studio. Um, for bar, I'm not talking about the bar you drink at. It's the bar without the hangover, right? So it's fitness, it's yoga, Pilates, strength training, and dance conditioning movements in a one-hour workout. And we had fun, upbeat. Um, I, I basically took all the things that I had seen in my um, experience in LA and, and Texas and created a studio space that I thought was inspiring and uplifting, lots of natural light, high ceilings, lots of air, great sounds. Like I always think about people's senses when they walk in a room. If I can't talk to you directly, I want to create that space for you. So that was, it was a beautiful community and I'm so grateful. I mean, seven years open. Right. It was new. It took people a while to kind of understand what the concept was because there's lots of, if I remember you in my head, inch-like movements, a lot of inch-like movements. But it takes a lot to be, like you mentioned how beautiful the studio was and these high ceilings and this open space. This is coming from two people who have just met or kind of starting a union and a marriage. So where are the funds 
Yeah. Uh, where are the funds coming for this beautiful, for, wonderful space you've just had? Yeah, absolutely. So, well, Greg was in medical and pharmaceutical before I met him. Um, and he he definitely put a lot on the line for Inside Out. Um, if it wasn't for Greg, actually, none of it would have happened. I mean, like I told him, we talked about an idea and he was immediately like, yeah, put it into play. Sometimes we look back and we're like, aren't you? So I used to joke when we were going through our really hard times, like, uh, aren't you glad you added me on Facebook? Look at all the stress we've brought to your life. But um him and his family have been uh, a huge cornerstone for that place. I mean, a lot of people, they see the face of the studio. They don't see the people that made it actually right. come to fruition. So right? there was financial backing. There was help from other people yeah. Yeah, uh, to absolutely. be able to do it. Absolutely. And then all our family came and like painted. And Greg and his dad did a majority of the construction. My dad helped with um, stuff as well. I mean, it was a total labor of love. Like that place, like every piece. Greg, like even when we come in um, – I, he, like the benches were made from 40 year old wood up in the attic from his grandpa. So it was all, it was, everything was a labor of love. Um, you can see Nick's in the wall that happened from like the first day we opened, you know, like you just know every, every part of the space. So that almost became your baby. Oh, it was. Aside from the fact that you had small babies. Yeah. <laughs> Cause you're, you're adding babies, you're adding a business. There's a lot going on. Tons of pressure on a new relationship too. So we move in together. We open Inside Out in uh, 2012. We have Sally in 2013. We have George in 2014. Then we decide with, we had a lot of quick success with Inside Out in Westboro and we go to Stittsville. Okay. So yeah, you have quick success. Yeah. People are talking about it. It's the buzz. It's the new place to hang out. Westboro is kicking. So you're like, okay, let's why not? Yeah. Let's open a second studio. You know, and if there's any people that are in business listening, my biggest learning looking back was not being so quick to expand. I mean, we were young, we were making um, decent money. We we're overextending ourselves, buying things at home that we probably shouldn't have. You know, like I was driving a Lexus, we bought a camper, Greg was buying motorbikes. Like it was totally, um, it was pure. I remember my dad saying, Janine, you know, like there's a rainy day is going to come, you know, and you gotta, and it was just, I mean, I would never change it though, because we had to make those stupid decisions to know better. Um, you could read any book out there, but the experience and the lessons that I've learned and the failures that we have, I'm so grateful for. Cause I feel like I failed forward. I've learned it can't, my God, I like that you failed forward. Yeah, absolutely. And so we decided like, let's, we wanted Canada. Um, and it's amazing just that distance between Canada and Stittsville. I mean, we looked for like a year and a half and I really feel like we were trying to uh, push around peg in a square hole. Like we were forcing it. My gut with, with Westboro, my gut and everything was in alignment with Stittsville. We had every bodily gut feeling, you know, like that was saying, don't do it. And we still pushed ahead. And it was the, it was the worst. We were losing 12 grand a month out there. 12 grand a month on a young family that has brand I, I had a C-section and went back to teaching way earlier than I should have because it was just, you had, and then you start, you're, you're, you're pulled, you, we stretch ourselves way too thin. Your, your main studio that's running the show, um, starts to go down because, because you're not there. I and think. it's, you provide, bring an energy to your team, right. And your mm -hmm. leader, right. So yeah, we were overextended. And one thing, the only great thing we did was incorporate those two locations separately because one didn't tank the other. So if you're in business, incorporate separately. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, as much as you can have, you know, great intentions and a vision. And one thing that I have learned from other people who have been successful in expanding their businesses is say like you see Starbucks and Tim Hortons, right? And they go, you see one and then there's another one like a mile away. We plopped ourselves like how far Stittsville? 25 miles right. away, whatever. So you go from thinking everybody knows you to nobody knows you. Like there's still so many people that don't know what Inside Out is, even after seven years. And uh, we were just 
little bit cocky, a little bit overconfident. You know, we had, it was like, well, we've pulled this one off. Surely we can do another one. And then we got into some hot water. By hot water. Yeah. Can you indulge? Because yeah. I think this is the start of the trickling going backwards. Yeah. So the, while you say failing forward at the time, it was really failing pretty harsh. Well, I mean, like, I mean, no joke. Greg and I were losing our hair. We were going, we looked like, I feel like reverse the aging process, thank God, in the last few years. But uh, losing our hair, I cut my hair all the way to my shoulder because you could see through it. And I'm someone who used to have like massive big hair. You were um, like literally, literally losing. losing my hair clumps. Um, stress is awful on the body. Greg, like you could see like the, and then we were drinking, we were drinking behind closed doors too. It was like, it was easier to go home. And, and I know if my parents ever heard this, they probably would not be proud to hear this, but that's how we were dealing with it behind closed doors, you know, drinking more not dealing, like you just want to avoid the stress. Right. Um, and then, uh, were you drinkers before this? No, like, I mean, I love to go out and have a good time. No, but I love, no, I love being healthy and it, but I definitely love like, don't get me wrong. If there's something social, I love to be there. Right. But, but it's different to be social and living a healthy lifestyle and socially yeah. enjoying going out and having fun or in coming home and drinking behind closed doors to the point of yeah, being like, not like, not like it sounds like <laughs> we were just dealing with it. Like when people say, when, usually when I share that, they're like, thank you for saying that, <laughs> you know, because I was doing it too, but you're so people are embarrassed to share. Um, that's what I'm really passionate about too, is being really honest with my journey because it's amazing the space it opens up for people to share authentically with what they're going through. Hair's falling out. Mm -hmm. You're over drinking. Yeah. You're not dealing with the stress. Yeah. Are you financially like how bad, how bad is it getting? Oh yeah. We go through personal bankruptcy and I hid it from some of my best friends. Like it was so mortified because I mean, my track record has been pretty successful in terms of, you know, with my athletic career and, you know, I always took pride in being inspiring and everything like that. And it's funny. And I look at my younger twenties and I remember like, I really, I love being told I'm inspiring that like moves mountains in my mind because I'm like, that's the person that I want to embody. And it, it has, a, it's more than an ego thing. It really is like, it's my soul's purpose. Um, but when I was younger, I was like a positive thinker, but never had to put into play what I was saying positively. Right. So now it's like, I felt, I remember looking at myself in the mirror, bawling my eyes out and be like, who the fuck are you? Like, I was so embarrassed of who I was behind closed doors. And then here you are, you're in a fitness industry, you're gaining weight, you're eating shitty, you're dr consuming unhealthy things, totally opposite of what I was trying to live and breathe and embody. And it felt like a, we felt like, I felt like fraud. And then, um, it, there was just this inciting moment. That was when my girlfriend was contacting me and she was like, Janine, where's your tiger method? And this is, I had been asking for an answer and like, swear I'll turn my life around. Just give me a sign, grandpa. I swear to God. And then, yeah, I mean, you have a question. You look like you want to ask me something. Well, I'm, I'm wondering, <laughs> like, how long were you in this? Because I know once this tiger method hits, things, things change. Yeah. But how long are you in a position of... Two years. You're two years Probably. of hiding financial... Oh yeah. Like, I mean like you you'd be amazing that we paid like we would have a dollar left in the bank but we successfully as long as we paid our team that's all that mattered. I wouldn't take a check for a long time. Um it so was, how are you getting bought? Yeah, I mean it's just amazing. I, I sometimes I look back and I don't even know how we got through that period. Um we you pull too much from your business and then your business suffers. It's like a leaky bucket at the, at the, mm -hmm. on the other end when you look at your income and uh, what's coming in. I mean, um, there was a ton of learning. I remember even like just, just stupid stuff. Like it was just, I mean, you get creative, you know, I'll give you a private on the side for cash. 
You find a way to make the groceries, right? And you find a way to buy the diapers. And it was a really stressful time. Like uh, some, even now talking about it, I'm like, I don't even know how. Like, and how <laughs> did you, right, help, I mean, right. Like you have two help. young kids, a new merit. Like, yeah. how did you and Greg, oh, like, did we you were, not look at him and go, I hate you right now? Oh yeah. Um, actually, it's funny you just said that because the vision that I've actually, I'm very grateful because sometimes you feel like you fall out of love earlier on. I feel like it was, so we've been together nine years and this is, yeah, the, the timing really does line up. I felt like it wasn't until like six years in when I had my first moment where I looked at him in a different way and it wasn't, and I had to look, I was, I was projecting how I felt about myself on him. It wasn't how I really felt about him. And that brings up a lot of emotion because we do that, right? When you're stressed or going through a hard time, everybody else is the cause. But when you take radical responsibility and you're like, my choices brought me here, freedom and actually your natural energy starts to come back up because there's no one else to blame but yourself. And it's freeing because you can't blame someone else. You can't, you know, and that's when it really, the light bulb moment went off for me of like, stop doing and making excuses. Stop playing the victim. You chose this. You chose this for your life. You chose this for your family. I love like Greg and I are extremists by nature. We love, I, I love taking risks. Um, and uh, it was just a moment, a moment of radical responsibility for my life. So how do you kind of say, okay, we're bankrupt. We've lost one business. We have another one. We have to find another way because you've had this, I have to change. Yeah. Well, we were lucky. No one knows behind closed doors. We had some investors that, that helped us out in the, in, there was a transition where they invested and then, um, we were, we, we had bought our business back fully a hundred percent. So it was just, I truly think about those two. Um, and like if, if they the the private angel investors yeah so we were um i remember making calls we were in stitsville and you're trying to like make sales ahead of it like hey call like i've never call we were calling to make sales we've never done that in our business it's just that people walked in and it happened right i'll never forget this one guest and she goes gene is everything okay like are you and i just like broke down in tears and told her how she in dire needs we were. And she was like, and then they brought us into their home and they had a very successful business in the past. And they were like, she's like, I absolutely love what you guys stand for. I love your business. How can we help type thing? And like, we, you know, then started this, they were the reason why we were even able to bridge that gap in the time to like, it's beautiful. It's amazing. The people that can show up for you. Um, that can really, uh, like, I always think about them and it's not, wasn't the finances. It was their belief in. in right. Us. But it was your authenticity that yeah. also created that. Yeah. That relationship that yeah. there was a desire to help. Yeah, for sure. You have this phone call from a friend as you're in a really dark place. Yeah. And they say, what happened to this tiger? This podcast is brought to you by Extension Marketing. They are a new breed of marketing agency that acts as your virtual marketing department, designing and implementing cost-effective marketing strategies that will grow your business. I can speak to this personally as I've been using the Extension Marketing team to help me launch and grow my business. Founder Pat Whalen has been a lifesaver for me, a genuine coach guiding me along the way into uncharted territory. Tell them you're a friend of the show and receive a free one-hour consultation. Check them out at extensionmarketing.com. This tiger method that, yeah. you had, that you had leaned on so long ago. And why do you say that was your big... Well, because I, one, I mean, every time I've asked my grandpa for a sign, like truly, like there's times when you like talk to, I know we all have our person we talk to. And do you even notice I'm looking up as I say it? I always look up when I talk about my grandpa. Um, 
even like, like I remember when I was going through my divorce, it's funny The I've never like a, a, the butterfly. I don't know why and butterflies represent, you know, change and transformation and everything like that. And I remember going through my divorce and being on my knees beside my bed and talking to my grandpa and asking for a sign. And like, literally it was crazy. Um, this butterfly that showed up when things were starting to change and, and, and become better again and then disappeared. When I went through uh, my bankruptcy and started, and I'll get back to what this friend said, but started going back into Tiger Method, I'll never remember walking on a beach in the summer. And when I was thinking, like, finally, we're turning things around, butterfly, and never seen them ever again on those two instances. And it was like grandpa. But I was asking him for a sign, and my girlfriend contacted me, and um, she works for Isogenics. And she was basically, you know, I was in the network marketing industry, been approached by everything. I said no to everything. I, I was like pyramid scheme, all this stuff. Like I had been approached for, I've been approached for years I as I'm sure you might I, have I too. have too. Like, and, yeah. and I, I get it and I get the appeal and you get that people want your network and your connections. I just, I can never, I, yeah. I never could. And also too, because I wasn't really dedicated to products to begin with. Yeah. That, that I felt like an imposter or a fraud doing it. Yeah. Cause I was like, I, I wasn't doing it. So yeah. Well, as she, a, in the fitness yeah. industry, being someone that already was very, uh, you know, aware of my, of health and wellness. And I was, you know, I would go to fit shop and cost, uh, buy my stuff at whatever Popeye's or, um, the fit shop and all that stuff. And, um, it wasn't that she had a totally different approach and she was like, Janine, where's your tiger method? And you know, people have all these passion projects, but they're like, oh, it's fun and great to do your passion project, but I need to make money, right? To live life. And and uh, I had done isogenics before when I lived in California um, and saw great results. And and she was like, just- You saw great results using the product. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And um, it's kind of funny how it comes back around because I did this cleanse and then all of a sudden, I remember, I don't even know what I did with that, but I like helped 30 other people do it. And then I don't know where it went. It was funny. Just like when I look like Steve Jobs always says, you can't connect the dots That's going it. forward, but you can always connect them going back. And I'm like, it's funny. I did isogenics back then. Anyways, heard the difference with what my girlfriend Del Rey said to me was use it as a vehicle, use it as a vehicle to e release some stress in your life. Use it as a vehicle to help people get healthy or help them change their financial blueprint. And it still was like so over my head and you know what? But I said, I knew I, here I'm looking at my husband who's invested everything he has. His family, we've got friends that have invested. We had even friends that gave us a loan that like from Stittsville and then we tanked that. So you have no idea like the, the amount of people I am so grateful. And I'm sure, I'm sure we've burned some bridges in that sense. And I've even told them, you know, like the one thing when you're in business, are you, if you make a decision um, and it doesn't turn out as planned, I always kept the lines of communication open. Like I will turn this around. I don't know how, but I'm going to tell you, I'm going to turn it around. And that's what this, when she approached me with bringing your tiger method back out and using isogenics as a vehicle, everybody needs to be healthy. Every time someone looks in the mirror, they're critiquing themselves. Um, it's just a, it's really a better food supplement, but that it was do this to pay for this, to bring this to fruition. And I mean, the second month, just even after joining, I mean, it was paying my mortgage. It was paying my daycare. I didn't have to pull from inside out anymore. Um, I mean, in a year and a half, we're about to hit the six figure mark. And it's like, I can't believe that we were able to generate this income and I get to do what I love and help people get healthy. And then my studio built back up because I got healthier. Um, I detoxified the body and it was literally like the law of attraction. I remember the the studio feeling like a ghost town and then everybody came in like droves. Like it was just my class could have gone from five to wait list. And people were just like, I don't know what you're doing, but 
what are you doing? You know, but the dark, dark cloud was lifting off of you. Because, there, you were ba- like, there was parts of you that people were originally attracted to yeah. that were coming back. Yes. So you were finance. So this isogenics. Yeah. So getting in on this, you know, yeah. th- it was paying. It's changed my life. Like I, 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 has it changed your life because it gave you financial freedom again? Or are, do you believe in the product? Because gosh, oh, no. everyone, the, the yeah. science behind the products are phenomenal. I mean, they do $3 million in testing and, um, the science, I mean, there's, they have a whole, there's, they're science based. I mean, actually I probably would have never ever said yes. If it wasn't coming from my girlfriend, Delray, she's always been health conscious. She used to have her own, she was a doc, she's a chiropractor, used to have her own nutraceutical line. I mean, she closed her chiropractic business because she made six figures in six months with isogenics and saw the power. Now she's doing all this relief work and community work. And it's getting, she cast a vision so big for what's possible for me. Like I truly, you know, I was even talking to her last night. I was like, it wouldn't be like, I'm so, I feel like she gave me that gift. Right. And then I got, I felt like I got to fall. I fell in love with my husband again. Greg dropped 15 pounds in the first month of trying it. I dropped 11, then was down 15. And you saw. So you were attracted to the. Oh, the yeah. Attack. It was like, hey, baby, coming mm-hmm. back, you know. Um, and then you naturally raise your energy, you raise your vibration. You've got a clear head. The brain fog was going because we weren't drinking anymore, you know. Um, you're going to the gym. Your kids see this newfound energy. You're having quality moments because you can actually see stress. Straight. Um, you think straight and then everything that, that's where I really do see like we I know so badly we want to improve our financial blueprint and our and our money in our life but when people are seeking more money they know it's like the biggest resistance to getting it right and I've learned that firsthand and I've done it for years resist I've resisted bringing in because I didn't understand how to to get it and then when you add value tiger method to people's lives the other parts take care of itself. When you take care of your physical health, the other parts fall into place. The tiger method was the attractive part for people coming to you that then moved into the isogenics. But what was it? How did the tiger method come out? Because this is this self-care. I mean, I know, gosh, you're going to be speaking to nurses, you know, like, yep. like people within the health industry are now looking at what it is that you've come with. So break it down for me. Yeah. What was, what, what's the key behind it? Yeah. So basically, well, one, I mean, I want people to remember, you know, you're important. Self-care is not selfish. It really isn't. Like it literally, and we, as especially like women caregivers, you know, you've got your kids, you're running, you've got, especially if you've got multiple kids, you're running, you're trying to put them in sports. And then you're like, your husband wants some sexy time at night. And you're like, I've got no energy for that. We've got stuff to do here, you know, and then everything. But one thing, the first thing that I look at, and I'll explain the TIGER method, what it stands for, the acronym, but um, what's the number one thing people don't feel they have enough of? Time. I would say time. Yeah. So uh, the, this is what Del Rey was coaching me on. She's like, let's let's whip out your calendar. And we started doing calendar blocking. And I don't know if you've ever heard of the second eight hours. Um, a gentleman um, named Michael Klaus brought this to my attention. Um, so everybody has a second eight hours. So we typically you have a job that requires eight hours of your time. This is it. I'm just talking about right. in general, yeah. not other fields. And then you have your eight hours that you sleep. Most of us four, right? <laughs> um, and then there's a second eight hours. Everybody has the same time in the day. But why are successful people like they're not any different than us? They don't have different options. They just develop these daily disciplines and these habits that move them towards success um, because they're consistent. So we really took a look at my calendar and where I could do more in pockets throughout my day. Um, So with the tiger method, you know, the T is transform your thinking. It's the foundation of everything. It's mindset. You know, perception is the lens in which you see the world. Um, And if we can shift our perception, everything changes, right? When you change the way you look at things. But how do you do that? Like, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So daily, like personal development. I listen to when I get, 
get up, when I'm doing laundry, when I'm doing dishes, I love my little portable earbuds. I am listening to podcasts. Um, I love uh, Rachel Hollis. I listen to Secrets of the Millionaire Mind by T. Harv Ecker. Um, when I'm working out, I'm not listening to music. I'm listening to podcasts. I'm educating myself because my time is precious and that's when I can learn. Um, so Okay, give me your top. Okay, so yeah. you just listed... Let, Rachel me, Hollis. What is she talking so, about? So Girl, Wash Your Face or Girl, Stop Apologizing. And it's her new release. I don't know. She's just super funny. She's just basically like be bold, be you, be authentic, be genuine. Um, she's just really raw and real about like there's so many naysayers, but I kept going. Like how many of people get stopped dead in their tracks because someone told them that was a bad idea? And that's what I, that's what I'm passionate about. And I, I, you have to do it in your own life. Like there's so many days when I've, you know, the negative can creep in and that's where that mindset work. All of a sudden you got to change your thought process. No, that I love Melanie Robbins talks about the five second rule, five, uh, four, three, two, one, go. Like if you're going to do something, five, four, three, two, one, go get out of bed. Don't hit the snooze button. Five, four, three, two, one, go. You're going to, you know, you're going to do that work. So a thought comes and you've got five seconds to act on it. Yep. Otherwise the negative will stop you. So you'll make all these other reasons of why to stop it. So these little things, five seconds, five seconds. Yep. Five seconds to change your thinking. Yep. And, um, your morning routine. Like when people say they're not morning people, uh, I get it. And I get people have shift work, but you're losing the morning. I'm uh, the more I study successful people, they master their mornings. Like I've been getting up at 4am and meeting a girlfriend at 420 and we're lifting together. And then I get home at six, I eat my, I have my shake and then I'll do like a 10 minute meditation. And then I'm journaling my ideas and my children are waking up at seven. I am so pumped to see them. But when I don't do that, I'm like groggy. I don't think straight. Like even this morning, I actually hit snooze and I was like, I can't believe I didn't hit my morning routine. But I was on a lot of conference calls till like midnight last night, last night helping people all across the globe, um, which is exciting. But I was like, I'm going to hit snooze. And I got on the treadmill. I made it a non-negotiable. I got on the treadmill. I had 15 minutes. I did like a sprint workout and then I got in the shower to come see you. See, I was getting up at just before 4 a.m. Yep. And I, I... And you were like out the door to your job right away. I was, but... L- I can't even, I can't even, con- like, <laughs> the mere thought of having to put my alarm back to that time <laughs> gives me, like, um, like massive anxiety. Like, the whole reason but that I've now given myself. Yeah, that's true. But in, in my developing this brand new business and this brand new journey, I should be getting up early to be able to master my mindset and my goal planning and the naysayers and all that, yep. right? But I'm just so desperate. Well, this is to where not, we would break down your calendar. Like, to I would, not sleep. I but I found like when when I was when I first like when I first met Tony, he called me a vampire because <laughs> I was I was really productive at night. But it was my life, right? Night, because yeah. I went to school and then I trained for four hours after school, so I wasn't getting home until eight eight thirty, and then I was bed. To, and then it was homework and relaxing time. So my productivity was more at night. And so when I had Actually, to work the morning I, I, show, yeah. I was like, you know, it would like change mm-hmm. my whole. Makeup. I definitely get a like something happens at night when Greg wants to go to bed and I go to the like I I do I have to watch it like I don't do it every morning but like if I'm up super late like that's why my alarm went off and this morning at five and I hit snooze I if I go at you're four, hitting snooze at five most people are still hitting snooze at six and seven <laughs> yeah. so you're yeah. saying that those critical hours like everybody you got to I think. I think we try to put ourselves too much in a box. And I hear Tony Robbins talk a lot about it a lot. He's like, some people, you're not tired, you're uninspired. When you can't get out of bed, like you haven't taken the time to soul search a little bit to get your, what moves you, what you're passionate about. Like 
when you're excited about something, four hours of sleep is fine. I'm not telling, I'm not, I'm not advising on burnout, but like, because it, it happens. Happen. It, it, it happens. Happen. Yeah. I'm not, and I'm not saying that. That's why I recognize, like, I didn't work out Monday, Tuesday, because I recognize I need to sleep. And I slept, you know, um, and I was, I was burning the night, uh, you know, uh, working at night in the office. Cause for me, something switches for me too in the night and all this creativity and ideas come, but, um, I have to learn when that's where disciplining your time. Like, you know what, this can wait okay. till tomorrow or. Okay. So you talked about, you talked about time, especially yep. as part time of the tiger. Is- so this calendar blocking. Yep. This was one of the first things that you did. Absolutely. Um, and, and, and getting yourself on a daily mindset, whether it be a ritual of personal development. So even if it's 10 pages in a book, if it's an audiobook, like when you're driving to work, stop calling your friends. I mean, it's illegal now unless you're on Bluetooth, but put in a podcast expand your mind, get a new way of thinking. They say like 60 to 70, we have, we think 60 to 70,000 thoughts a day. And 90% of them are the same thoughts you had from yesterday, unless you are challenging yourself to learn something new. Why do you think we have the same outcome and our lives are still the same a year from now? Cause we never, we we're not, do we, how do you get to the next level? If you're not constantly pouring in new ways of seeing things and you're not building those little tiny disciplines. Um, so mindset. So the transform your thinking is, it's we could spend like a week workshop on transform mm-hmm. your thinking, right? But it's, you know, who do you listen to first thing in the morning? Are you picking up your phone and making every, one? It's a highlight reel of everybody else's life. Oh my God, winter sucks. Everybody's on vacation. My life is horrible. Oh my God, look at her. She's having this transformation. Grab your belly. I'm so fat. You know, look at the dimple in my bum. I'm looking at her and she's like, oh, sitting in her thong bikini on the beach, you know? So it's like social media can, you got to really be like, I've started prioritizing my time with social media too. I'll put up my do not disturb. Like I use social media. What a beautiful way to connect with so many people but you can get sucked into the scroll hole and you're like looking at something and then you're like oh he's handsome oh my god I'm on my friends look at that dog oh that cute baby and you're on someone that you don't even know and you've looked at like a thousand of their pictures you're like okay I just lost two hours of my life (laughs) you know I mean it's the real thing we all do it so being but it's all about creating my tiger method is creating awareness it's all about awareness it's all about being mindfulness and then giving yourself the tools to be able to shift into a peak state. So when we know how to master our time, when we know how to, um, instead of listening to garbage, you know, let's do 10 minutes of personal development. Like again, laundry and dishes, blow drying my my hair in the summer. I always laugh. I'm sure my window's always open. My neighbors are probably like, what is she blaring? But like, I will play now uh, personal development over a big Bose speaker. And if anyone's in the house, Greg's like, can you shut that down? But like, I'll listen half an hour. Mm, But I'm learning. I remember when, when I even came to your house when we did that Facebook live, mm-hmm. I was playing my personal development and ideas were coming up and I was like, Oh, this would be great to talk with Leanne about like it before I came here when I was sharing and I was putting on some makeup, I was, I had, was listening to a YouTube motivational video. Like it gets me just it, my juices flowing and then you're vibrating at a higher state and it changes everything that you do. Um, but yeah, it's, you got to learn it. I didn't always do it. Like no. it's like, okay. You had to go through the tiger method. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so how we, we've done tea. Yeah. And then the I is ignite your passion or purpose. So a lot of people, you hear people, what are what is my purpose? It's like, there's not one thing. You're a mom, you're a coach, you're a mentor, you're an athlete, um, you're a business person, you're an entrepreneur. Like there's so many passions. One thing that people don't realize, say if you love leadership, it doesn't matter where you work as long as you're in a role of leadership. Like stop overthinking it. It's so simplified. Just You just got to find what you love. Or if you love horses, that doesn't necessarily mean you need to work with horses. But what do you love about the challenge of working with a horse or an animal? Or people just need to dig a little deeper on... Simon Sinek speaks to it a lot. He's another one that if you 
don't listen to him. He's amazing. Um, but really zeroing, zeroing in on what aspect of the things that you'd love to do or what you're, what you're like passionate about. So like leadership, I love, um, you know, focusing on consistency and disciplines and daily habits. I love self-care. I love, and I, and I've definitely not been that person for myself, but whatever, we're human, we're authentic, and I'm willing to keep going. So ignite your passion and purpose is the I, the G is goal setting. So obviously you got to have a plan. If you don't have a plan, you're not setting goals. And, um, and then the E is execute. So we could have this great conversation, go to, go to the personal development workshop. Guess what? Nothing happens. You don't do anything. So you got to execute. The E is taking action. A lot of us feel really good. Like people are going to feel really good listening to this. Like, and then five minutes later, like, okay, I'm going to do this. this, this. <laughs> yeah, my yeah. life sucks. What yeah. do I do now? Yeah. And then, you know, and it's the, it's the execution, right? It's the, it's. But executing with knowing what happens is what freezes people is their need to be a perfectionist or like, I don't know enough. I was like, when I started isogenics, I had to earn as I learned. I don't know enough. Even now, like every like a year and I was like, oh, I'm getting it. My girlfriend who's five years in and she just became a millionaire. She's like, Janine, I feel like I just got it. And even like you're all the beauty of the space of personal development is who you grow into. And who you become by trying new things. Like my push right now is like every day I have to show up. Even if it's, I mean, don't get me wrong. You don't think that there's days like days where I'm bawling my eyes out or something happens, obstacles come. But it's when we dig our whole, dig our head in the sand and don't show up. And they challenge you to have critical conversations. It's not about like pushing the people away that don't serve you. It's being learning how to speak your voice in a way that's respectful, um, in a way that's intentional. And, and when you do the work and you get an action, you were, you learn what doesn't serve you and doesn't work. Right. And that's where the art comes in. So we're going to review what we learned, go back to the tiger method. Maybe, okay. I thought I love this, but guess what? I would like to, I need to learn more on this. You know, we talked about entrepreneurship, the bookkeeping aspect of it. It's like, ugh. but there's some things that you don't want to do, but guess what? That's life. You got to learn how to do them. Or, um, if say you discovered, Oh, I'm really passionate about this. And this is, I'm going to start training myself on this. And then you go back to your passion and purpose. Maybe something new has been ignited, start a new goal, take action, review, let's go through it. And then it partnered really well with nutrition because it's like, let's, what, Toxicity in the body, toxicity in your mind, uh, and the people you surround yourself with. Um, I talk about intermittent fasting. I'm really big in gut health is your solar plexus. I mean, I don't know if you've ever heard, but they call your gut the second brain. So I think that most naturopath doctors and nutritionists, yeah. everyone who sat in the chair that you're sitting yes. in, everybody comes back to gut health. Yes, it is. You know, and I love the topic because yeah. I really truly believe that we're that yeah there's so much to it but to have you even sitting here you know any person of any health yes background it's has it's come your, back to the health to, has really, come back to yeah. the gut it's amazing and there's some really ah uh, forget the name there's a really great youtube video on this if i think if you just youtube second brain there's this gentleman who speaks and i was just floored and fascinated and it makes so much sense like think about it my gut was telling me not to open stitzville my gut has told me like not to call someone back or not to follow through on that. And now I listen to it more than ever. And when you feed yourself healthy, whole foods, guess what? Your gut can actually communicate to you properly, right? But when we're toxic, the communication is, is, um, so I talk about that and then we talk about exercise and rest. So the tiger method has its, the nutrition piece and then it has the mindset. I mean, it's all connected and I've never been big into meditation, but I'm just starting it. And 
I like, I couldn't get through a minute if I tried. And then I got up to five, then I got up to 10. And like some minutes, some are, sometimes it's harder than others. And my friend uh, told me one time, like picture, like when a thought comes through, like a, if you're sitting on a bench in a car driving by and just let it keep passing and just sit. And then it's amazing, like the space that is cleared. And then I journal my ideas for my tiger method and what I want to create. And uh, I've heard so many people say that's when the biggest ideas, they, like you start downloading these amazing ideas. When you're meditating. At, like after you create that meditative space, it comes to you. And then when you start journaling after it comes hmm. coming out. I would have thought like you, like for me, my eye thoughts and ideas come to me when I'm exercising. Yeah. I mean, like, like, me too. Like most of my yeah. ideas or, you know, yeah. it's, it's, and I feel inspired as soon as the workout's done to yeah. go, like I take action from that and I'll run home and yeah. write stuff down or make, or send that email or make that call. Yeah. But, but I exercise like, first in the morning. I exercise and then I meditate and then I and not it doesn't happen perfectly every day don't get me wrong sometimes it's just a five like um have you seen the documentary heal on netflix if you haven't seen it you got to watch it it's very neat okay so people are putting that on their on their watch list okay what is that um it just it just digs deep into how we can like everybody's looking for the magic pill or the doctor or like you know and even that's what even uh, even with isogenics people are like oh it's a shake diet I'm like I love food guys it's not a it's not a shake diet it's my it's my fuel to help me do what I love but like the top and and their whole line is all about the isobiome like your microbiome and your gut health um but they talk about like how the body can heal itself this one gentleman got in an accident and they talk about it in the in the movie and he should have been paralyzed from the neck down. He, I think he was a cyclist and he got hit by a car. He sat there for six weeks and visualized vertebrae by vertebrae, his body healing himself. He fully healed himself completely without medicine. Like, so it's all be, letting our, be, our, let us, let our bodies do what they were designed to do. We're very intuitive human, like humans are very intuitive. Your body is smart. It knows. But if you feed it crap, guess what? You get crap. If you take care of, and that's why I'm so passionate about the self-care industry and and um like and, are you surprised by the industry's reaction like that you know well, it's money driven it's money for pharmaceutical no, companies no that, no oh. but that you have people within the health oh. industry now reaching out to you yeah about self-care yeah. when you're about to deal with nurses yeah who are dealing with but they're not care. they're caring for other people That's they're what not I'm caring saying. for right. themselves so when you're going to speak to them it's not about what they're able to do with their patients it's about how they can be what they're doing for themselves so that yeah. they can actually be better with so their you, patients. It's like, I mean, it, you've heard it said before, and I, I don't know who um, who wrote it, but, you know, when you go on an airplane, they say, you know, put your oxygen mask on first before you put on your children. It's the same in life. If you can't, how do you show up? Like, if your tank is half empty, your kids get a little sassy tone that affects them emotionally. They go through life with this, you know, you're creating baggage for them. Um, when we're exhausted and burnt out, every, like, you're just, you're getting, everything's getting little fumes and pieces of you. But when you, that's why that morning routine, like if you get up a little bit earlier, yeah, in the beginning, it's going to suck and you're going to feel more tired. You might through the day be like, oh, I need a nap. But slowly but surely you realize like how much you crave. I I, I never would have thought I'd be doing a 4am workout. And it's the only time my girlfriend could go to go to, uh, to meet me. And I was like, whatever, I'll try it. The first day I was like, whose idea was this? And then it started. And then like, now when I go at 6am, I'm like, this is late. My day is should have started. But now like the rock gets up, he always talks about I get up at four, I do my cardio, and then I eat and then I'll go lift weights. And his he even says like, it's 1% of the world that really that is willing to say no to the late night party say no, if your dreams are big enough, and you want to go after them. I mean, just watch where you are in three years. 
and for what you want to create for the people, your loved ones. Like, it's not just about you. It's who you show up for, for my parents, for my family. Like, I want to pay every dollar back, you know. Do you think that's possible? Yeah, absolutely. Like, how like how deep? Like, you, you think about just being able to cover groceries. and Oh, stuff. yeah. Like, Even after going through personal bankruptcy and all that stuff, we still probably have a good $150,000, $200,000 in debt. But I know with Isogenics and with my Tiger Method that we will be able to pay that off. Greg's doing dental sales right now. Um, and my goal is to retire him completely with the isogenics business model like my girlfriend my my mentor herself i mean she did a million in three years and i know those are those are See, big like, goals for people they don't right. not everyone's going to do that um but if you can help a family make 500 to 1000 bucks a month like what bill keeps you up at night that's a gift but okay so my reaction to yeah. that is this is a scheme like this yeah is a, of course so i my, reacted like so that too my reaction to yeah. you saying that you're pulling in this money is okay so this is a money scheme like this is a no. Right? You're like, I mean, gosh. I could show you, but that's called baiting and it's against the law. <laughs> but um, no, I, trust me, I I remember, uh, I mean, like one Monday, I got a $3,000 money download and I was like, I think they made a mistake. Like they pay you every week. And I'm like, the only reason I was able to start paying my debt off was because of this money coming in. And it's, and it's just, it's a so, it's so, it's almost because there is a low, there's no startup cost. It's easy. People are like, oh, it doesn't work. It's like, no, it didn't work. You didn't work. I work my ass off and I, I figured out how the comp plan worked and I figure out how can I serve people? Not about taking, not looking at people like, oh, I want to get you. Like, I don't lead ever with isogenics. My passion is my tiger method. My passion is how can I help you? How can I serve you? Isogenics is a supplement in my, in my, in my cupboard, it's just better than the one I had before. But it's it's they are, pride themselves on gut health. It just serves it serves my energy. It serves what I do. And guess what? The beauty of network marketing is the financial the finances that they allow you to create. It like blows my mind. Blows. I never thought it was possible to where we're at. Like, and it sounds and it sounds hocus pocus. I thought people were. I said my girlfriend Delray said no to isogenics for seven years until she said yes. I said no to her for three. And I always tell people, don't wait till you go bankrupt or to lose your house to do what, to, to not take a look. Um, and I'm not here to like, this isn't to push people on it or anything. It's not for everyone for sure. Mm -hmm. But if you're willing to like, how many of us have, I meet so many people that are working three jobs. Every Uber driver I talk to, they have a full-time job. Why we're working so hard just to break even. Is that living to you? It, well, it's not. Like a quality but most life, people, but like that you're passionate about. Yeah, I know. That's what that's what I love about we're this. Just, gift. We're just getting through. Yeah. We're just getting by, and it sucks because you're not lit up. And that's where that's where, honest to God, like we. I don't. There were times where I mean, I don't even know there was not even a dollar. Like, and we have a house and we've got cars. Like, I don't even. It's just, but that's what I love about the entrepreneurial spirit and I love about humans, like the grit. Like you think about people that grow up in abused families and what they do with their life. And they transform everything. Guess why? Their mindset, Tiger Method, that like they believe that it was possible and they just kept showing up. And that's the piece of the human spirit that I absolutely am amazed by. Like human beings are resilient. They're amazing. You've been a, a wonderful example of this. I want to let people know Inside Out is no longer. Yeah, no, it's, it's Bar and Wheels. You, you, yeah. That's no longer yours. It's not nope. your baby anymore. No, it belongs to Bars and Wheels. They actually are in our Stittsville location and they're in their Westboro. Um yeah, I mean, we were so domicile who was our landlord in Westboro. Um, they were, I mean, even like we, even the taggers that we worked with in Stittsville, like 
people were so there was there was stuff left unpaid that they allowed us to walk away from like they loved our entrepreneurial so we were open and honest always with our situation i mean you never intend to ever screw anyone over at least that's never my Mm -hmm. i I, like hand to my grandpa i would never that doesn't make me feel good that doesn't make me sleep at night karma i believe in karma and what comes around goes around um there were so many people behind the scenes that made inside like a lot of people look at inside out and they think of Janine and Greg or whatnot, but like our team, it wasn't like, yes, we created this beautiful space, but it was our team that we brought in and it was our landlords giving us the okay, not to skip, like to push off rent this month or some walking like Taggart and Sitzfeld, we had to walk out on our lease. That's embarrassing. Like we never planned to do that. It's, it's mortifying but and it, you feel embarrassed. I, you do. And yet it was an opportunity for a new business to come yeah. because, and, and for people who like this method and who yeah. like this way of fitness have been able to step in and take yeah. over. Like, it's almost like it was like a baton handoff for yeah. you and I think as it, you're venturing mm-hmm. into this isogenics, which has done incredibly well. And for you to develop this, this tiger method. So how do you then you isogenics? I understand how you're going to make your living. Yeah. Uh, and how I it's mean, public allowed you speaking to do that. is my passion. Public, but, but I love the interviews. So, like what we did in your mm-hmm. kitchen, I it's funny, and that's what I encourage people to do. Like when you're going through this journey of what do I want to do, you got to try things. Like I pictured myself always as a little girl on a stage in front of thousands of people. I mean, the most I've spoken to is a thousand to date, and. But I actually prefer to be up there with someone else. I love the human, like we've talked about the stories of human mm-hmm. stories. Um, what I learned with like talking with you and talking with Tony Greco and sitting down with uh, Melissa Lamb and all these people that have allowed me to sit down and talk to them. Um, I don't want to preach about my tiger method. I want your story to prove this is why this is because everybody is doing what the tiger method stands for just in their own way. Yeah. Right. And some of us are doing it better than others. Yeah. And some of us are struggling. But that thing in, is in, a, in one of, in one of those aspects of the tiger. Right. Yeah. So, but absolutely. the tiger is fierce and the eye, that's finding like, you know, the eye of the tiger, but even Catherine Landry of ladies who lunch, she threw it out yesterday. It was cute. It was a, uh, Finding the eye in tiger, like, but the eye, like, you got to find yourself and you got to take the time and not just let, let life happen to you. That's why when you take your calendar blocking and you value your time and you start saying no, how many things do you say yes to that? You're like, ah, and you're frustrated and you're like, well, own it. Radical responsibility. You said yes to that. So now you're feeling the frustration of your decision to say yes, like owning your choices and then saying no. Like I get invites all the time to stuff. And now I'm saying no, because it doesn't, I want to go to bed early. I want to get up and work out. I want to be there and be more intentional with my children. Um, even the studio. I mean, we would have, I mean, you know, you got to be willing to let go in order to grow. Right. But behind closed doors, I mean, I don't know how much longer that studio would have lasted even like they were, we were our least Westboro was very expensive. I mean, we would have been, we would have been pushed out eventually. I couldn't, we couldn't afford it anymore. Things aligned, I think for people who liked going to those classes and that there was a business ready to step in uh, and take that over. I want to ask because I'm looking at, I'm looking at the time where, how are you developing this now? I mean, I saw your, your email has changed from inside out to tiger method yeah. so where are people going to be able to find more information i know that you want to be able to you're going to speak more yeah um you know i In- think instagram and face well facebook i'm capped i don't know even how you got to figure out how to i think i need to open a I'm- facebook page i'm yeah, capped no. people you get all the friend yeah but then they then just they become followers yeah they're still there yeah so instagram um would probably be the biggest one right now but um yeah i mean i'm working on recraft it's that whole like self-branding recrafting the website for the tiger method i get asked all the time um it's funny. I don't care to have, I don't need all this print material. I've thought about writing a book with like the work. I, I really believe in, 
you got to do it. Like, again, we can all, you're all motivated and inspired, but like teaching people to, to do it. Have you talked to Tony Greco about the book? Yeah. Has he talked to you? <laughs> He's, I have. Yes. Tony has introduced me to oh, his book person. Oh, you, you met Felicia. Yeah, I have. <laughs> I have. Um, she, uh, she's pretty good, isn't she? Yeah, yes. she's great. Yeah. Yeah. But so, but we have so much access with the internet, right? You don't need to make, it doesn't have to be perfect and fancy. And at first I was like, oh my God, I don't have a website. I don't have this. But it doesn't matter. I'm just, I'm, I'm going, connecting with people. I'm sharing them what I'm passionate about. This is what my mission and vision is. How can I impact people's lives? How can I serve more? How can I help people step into whatever gets them out of their comfort zone and giving me the opportunity to speak? And then it just, I know it'll just happen as it's supposed mm-hmm. to. Um, people are people are amazing. I mean, people have helped before and it's like, I can't pay you now, but how can I, I mean, not everybody, but um, there's people that are willing to have your back and that's what I'm grateful for with the, the relationships. I think it's going to come full circle as yeah. it already has definitely started to do yeah. that. But congratulations. I Thank think there's that, that light. You've, you're seeing that light. The yeah. light is really quite bright at the end of the tunnel yeah. for you right now. Thank you. Uh, so Instagram, what are you called or what would it come under? Janine Cheryl, C-H-A-R-R-O-N. Um, yeah, I don't have a, I don't have a, it's all. But everything's there yeah. and that's uh, yeah. how people are connecting. I mean, yeah, I, I love doing posting videos and like healthy but, tips. Yeah, but. and the Facebook, I think people are going to start because you've done, you've done a lot of Facebook lives mm-hmm. with the interviews from different people. I know yep. we had done one and it was great to see all the response and people coming I know. In. Yeah. That one over had like over like 7,000. I mean, people, people, you know what was great about that though and what I love always talking about with you is our energy is very similar mm-hmm. and you're very, um, energetic, but it's a very honest conversation. And that's what I appreciate much about what you're up to and living your life. Um, and I'm really proud of you for what, you know, what, it's tough what you walked away from. I mean, that takes massive balls. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. I And it's funny, right? Because I, I can sit here and go, I took this massive leap for all of those reasons that you talk about. And yet you get caught up in the but did you get a body reaction? Like you had a physical. I had a physical. I had a, stress. Yeah, like I had a physical reaction. Physical. Mine was the shingles, yeah. and it was my wake up call. And the thing is, is that I listened to it, and I think you jump into this new adventure, right? And then you start dealing with all of the I, I scrolling through, and this person's doing this, and I should have done this, and yeah. why did I do this? And this person says that idea is not yeah. going to work, and then you fall into this trap, and it's about the mindset shift too. And as you're talking, it's like some it's. I, you say it with such passion and it's so much harder. Like, And I think that's the thing is that people need to realize while it, it's now easy for you to say it, yeah. it still takes so much work to be able to do the follow through yeah. and the execution. And so you can have this and you can listen to it. It's just you have to stay consistent. The only opinion and, that matters is the one you have of yourself. And you got to let the fear of what other people say. And trust me, I'm a people pleaser by nature yeah. and I'm growing out of that. Um do not I was mortified to tell people I was an isogenics like a network again pyramid scheme all those things come up until I shifted my belief in the industry and I studied it like if you want to get into a new industry study the industry you can't make a decision until you actually understand right but I'm telling when people want to do something that's why that personal development you got to believe in yourself first and foremost and that's what the tiger method is all about well I totally believe in what you're doing and I think it's been awesome and uh, I wish I could go back to like our 22 year old selves and be like (laughs) oh my god we're going to totally have this conversation it's awesome 20 years from now and it's going to be fantastic. There'll be many more. I I actually have an idea that I want to spring by you. Okay. Well, we'll do that after I wrap up this version. Uh, Please, if you can, share, like, subscribe. It's another edition of Living Your Life with Leanne Lang. But I just, I love the content and the people and hopefully we're getting that information out to you as best as possible. But it does help when people know that this podcast exists. Yes. (laughs) So share, like, subscribe and let people know that, uh, that we're out there. Have a great day.
I'm Andrea Askowitz. And I'm Allison Langer. And we are the hosts of Writing Class Radio, a podcast, but we are so much more. We have writing classes. So if you are looking for live online classes where you can join a community, write to a prompt, get feedback, and get better, check out all our classes at writingclassradio.com. And listen to our podcast wherever you get your podcasts and at writingclassradio.com.